Can I kick it? 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 This podcast is brought to you by Great Block Pizza, located at 1811 Pico Boulevard. Welcome to Moderat's Podcast. Um, Today's a very special day. Because we have a wonderful guest with us. But before I get to the guest, I'm going to introduce my wonderful co-host, which is... Thomas. Thomas. I don't know why he's being so shy today. I'm in the shame bubble. I don't know why he's in the shame bubble. He's going to fill you in more on that later. And Chella. Hello, everyone. Hey, Chella. What up, girl? I suddenly want to do a British accent. No (laughs) idea why. And joining us today is Miss Lostar. Oh, who? (laughs) Me. Oh, you. Oh, shucks. We shouldn't have Juliette Lamar. Oh, well, you know, I just can't, cannot say Mm. no to a redhead. Oh, well, it is true. I'm here. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> of course. Absolutely. She's our very first guest here on Monrad's <laughs> podcast. And I have so much to say about you. I mean, singer, actress, model, ugh, extraordinaire of, of the ways of love. I mean, what else can I say about you? Ooh. Well, I've definitely got one thing to say about you as the producer of this podcast. You got to bring that mic all the way up into your face. I want to hear your beautiful voice. Ooh. That's Ooh. much. So you want to... Closer? Yes. Close, right up in closer. your eye. All right. Thank you, is love. It, is this close enough? Yes, that's Disney perfect. rating, people. <laughs> Disney rating. So, yes, Laura. So, um, you were singing for us earlier. I, oh I was. God, was. And great. now that you bring up Disney, I am... The Jew that knows every Christmas song. <laughs> this and is true. It's very written important. by every Jew. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fact-based empirical human being. So. <laughs> all right, all right. But I love this little tidbit about you. Yeah, I mean, you know, I grew up for years singing at Disney for the Candlelight Processional. Oh, that's mm. awesome. And uh, I was just the happiest little Jew, just in the choirs, <laughs> singing my heart out. <laughs> <laughs> so how many uh, holiday songs are there for, for Jews? There's Dreidel. Am I missing any? Right. You know, <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I spend so much time singing Christmas songs that Hanukkah songs, I mean, they just haven't really happened. Yeah, yeah. they don't measure up, right? Adam Sandler is the most contemporary one, right? What is that one? A, oh, Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Yeah. I don't even know it. <laughs> that was great, Hanukkah. guys. Really happy, good. Happy Hanukkah. I love that one. I love Hanukkah. It makes you want to dance, though. Like, I'm down to dance with that. You know, I grew up and it was, uh, oh, Hanukkah bush, oh, Hanukkah bush, <laughs> how you shine so bright. So we were, we were appropriating the Christian country that we were you know, assimilating into. Appropriating as, as the Christian country. We no were. Thing, yeah, no. Honestly, I identify more with Christmas as an American. Yeah, most people do. And then uh, Jewish culture. I don't know. It's it's just maybe a personal perspective, but... Separation of church and state is stupid. Yeah, but... Like, it's also, not real. It doesn't happen. Yeah, but I also feel like the commercialization part of it is it's a big American holiday. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, right. And, yeah. And the movies and the... You know, the romance and the, you know, what's that, Miracle on 34th Street or whatever everyone was watching and just growing up in that kind of, a, it's a wonderful life kind yeah. of world for Christmas. Yep. Um, I took Hanukkah seriously this year, or last year technically. Yeah, and you were also at my house for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Mm. It was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I remember you mentioning that your work asked you to work on Hanukkah. 
And that was a big deal. So, I mean, I am your typical renaissance woman where I have clients because I do, you know, community and business development for startups. And okay, then, define that. Oh, it's a startup <laughs> that needs a community that's a desperado. Sense. What? Startups need a community? Yes. Absolutely. So community management and community development mm -hmm. are kind of newer positions now for companies. And... It is to basically foster their community and grow from within and to reach out, to reach in. And it literally entails everything you could think of from analytics and reporting to brand and partnership deals to content creation. To so all that stuff that you just listed is the antithesis of someone coming to me for funding in a startup. I'm like, wait, are you from Stanford and going to live in a van and eat ramen noodles and code write for free? until we get something or so well, that's not really the, the startup world anymore it's really well, transformed yeah i don't know series a capital is shrinking so wait what is your definition of a startup Ooh. Mm -hmm. Any, so obviously past seed funding past series a funding and now you're no talking one knows about what any of that means tom <laughs> <laughs> some of our listeners have do you know what it means? So yeah, well, well okay, for those who don't, so Series A is the first round of funding. Right. So friends, yes. I have an idea for a Jewish red-haired dating app. Ooh, we're in. How ironic! <laughs> I would be the face of this. So, <laughs> uh, you know, catch me in Sephora. Catch me on your local, you know, makeup class ad or whatever it may be. Maybe like a Redken, you right. know. So I wasn't saying runway show, but let me tell you, mm -hmm. I'm ready to add this to my resume. Mm -hmm. Cool. The face of dating Jews with red hair. Yeah. There's five people on the app. <laughs> so rare. Well, listen, there's my my oldest brother, Brad, Dr. 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 Bradford Levison. He's so cute. He Shut is, up, Bradford. He is a very handsome man. Huh. Very, very ginger. Oh, absolutely. Huh. He looks like uh, that one actor, uh, Cumber, Cumberbatch. Ooh. Cumberbatch oh. Benedict. Yeah, yep. Benedict Cumber, yeah. Cumberbatch. So you were saying... <laughs> However you say it. So the you were, dragon yeah. guy. So you were saying that Series A is like you're getting the startup funding because you have an idea. You okay, there's do, friends. Yes. So there, initially friends there's an idea. So you have a vision. You have a site map or a roadmap mm -hmm. to, to get it to market. And then at some point you get funding depending on the scope and scale of what it is you're trying to accomplish, the solution to the problem you're trying to solve, or whatever. Yeah. So all those things listed by the super talented obviously mm -hmm. Lara to me means it's far enough down the runway where it's part of the burn rate to build company culture and have PR and marketing and being able Correct. to ingratiate ourselves to a certain mm -hmm. audience and yeah. way Juliet, past the, the stuff that I'm used to we we've talked about this before you know I'm at the point where when I come into a startup it's when they can afford me absolutely and so and a lot of times you can't build a community if you're not, if everything is not working together seamlessly, you don't want all the people to come to your door. You're not ready. You're for not it. ready for right. it. Yeah. And you know, and, and the thought that came to my head, and sorry, I do this. It's tangential. It's scary. Oh. Linear thinking okay. is dead. Wait, did Never. you say it's scary? Because I don't know how I do. Um, so we drink wine. Yeah. What I would do. Um, I'm gonna have a sip of the freak show. Yeah, this is Welcome a wine. Um, is this one of my do you want to introduce it since it's your favorite wine? You picked actually, it out. you yeah. know, I will introduce this. So uh, my family, you can push it away, and then you can grab it and come back. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Are you telling the guests what to do? <laughs> I, I am partially a producer here. Okay. We, we, we had we had a. Hey Juliet, you can tell me what to do anytime. Women that flow together. Go <laughs> oh down. my god! <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. 
This is mm-hmm. the Petit Petit Syrah by Michael David. So small. Um, <laughs> Double little. Uh, it's one of my favorites. We sold it in some of my family's restaurants. And now I get to purchase it at stores. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, a whole nother level. From it's drinking really it for free to now I'm like, okay, it's $20 a bottle. And when it's our illustrious guest told us which Pinoir and El Blend was suggested, your Pinoir. idiot co-host was like, Okay, and then she said Freak Show, and I'm like, oh, I should be able to find Freak Show. And I'm looking through Galson's. I've, n- I've never unable s- to find oh, it. Is can't that find it. why we were late today? We can't find it, and it's so funny because I walk in, I see Thomas, and he's like, oh, my God, where, I can't find that thing. And I looked at this bottle, and I was like, I bet that's it. But I didn't say anything, and Laura's like, it's right here. Oh, like, <laughs> she, she just grabbed it like. But I had a feeling. I mean, it's like circus. You the, know, the I am beautiful. a woman on a mission at all times. Huh. What woman is not on a mission? That yeah, woman needs to women. ask herself a question. Cheers! Clink. <laughs> it's true. Hashtag wow. women empowering women. I love that. Yep. Empowered Hashtag women empower women. Hashtag boss babe. Hey. Boss babe tribe. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Now, we're, now we're speaking in hashtags, hashtag And Tom is lost. <laughs> Tom is like, I do not know what a hashtag is. Okay. Uh, so I was thinking, actually, ironically, your suit of services would be really applicable in the inception stage before people get concretized. It's like, what kind of community? What kind of outreach would we need? It's a thought that is an mm-hmm. afterthought. Mm-hmm. So you're coming in with all these expectations on you, and you're like, dude, if you guys had put a little time and energy into your outreach and mm-hmm. how you're going to build a community and how you're going to build a company, besides just trying to raise money for it, we probably have 90% of the pro- you know problems solved. Like Every company is culture. Like... You know, from restaurants, I guess, being in the family restaurant business myself, company culture, brand identity, that certainly Absolutely. is everything. So you probably sit here and go, oh, my God, these guys are totally wackadoodle. Like, <laughs> you really do need me. And they're already like, well, we're funded. They're all postured up, I'm assuming. And they're like, mm. how dare you make suggestions? I feel like in the start they're riding world- high on the, on, the, on the burn rate, the, the investor dollar. When you come in. That's true. And I feel like a lot of startups, you have to have a little bit of ego to even take that first step. Oh, yeah, for sure. To have the balls to do that. I mean, listen, I've been doing Google AdWords at the tender age of 12 <laughs> years old. So, scary. Uh, wow. Why is that scary? I My think parents raised me right. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, get to know your Google AdWords. <laughs> wow, another overachiever. Just ask your yes. friendly ginger Jew for money-saving advice. Am I right, Chella? <laughs> I don't know the correct answer to that. Can I pet your <laughs> hair like that a leprechaun? That is a hell yes. That is a hell <laughs> yes. No, I should have asked my Why other fellow judging people ginger? if I say yes. <laughs> yes. People, that's funny. Just pet your hair and money comes out of our asses. You know, it's really funny. Sometimes oh it comes God. out of my hair. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. Sometimes my brows, those are red too. Huh. <laughs> my billion dollar brows. So the list mm. of things that your clients, sorry, we were talking about you and we got distracted yeah as, so, as we usually do yeah, and we well let's we'll get do. back to me already yeah. what what was the where so, did we leave off we well, left were, off sorry go no ahead. go for it stop being sorry i can't that's the problem uh so not only does she help startups uh build yeah. their communities do their social media do their outreach and all this nonsense yeah that startups don't think they need but they desperately desperately yeah. need if you're a startup and you do not have a laura if you don't have your own redheaded Jew, then you need to get one. <laughs> she might be available. She might be taken. I don't know if you can even afford her at this point, really. Yeah, how does that work? <laughs> yeah. How does that work? Uh, honestly, if I'm passionate about mm-hmm. the project and the work is effortless and seamless for me, you know, I will definitely like cut a break. 
But if it's something where it's like a lot of hours, I'm literally working from scratch and I'm doing everything, including like physical on-site activations, you know, that's where the price goes up because Mm -hmm. my energy and the power that I give startups and new brands and rebrands is something that isn't easily obtained just by anyone. I have a very unique service that I offer my clients and my clients love me. So it works out for all of us. I love them. They love me. I They love all my work. And I love doing the work. And so there's so much love happening that it really has just blossomed into this full-blown business that supports me while I am pursuing my dreams in Los Angeles. Which is a perfect segue into everything else that you do. And also we should talk about love because you've got some serious <laughs> some serious categories you need to check off, girl. I'm You're here for it. your lovers. I've been wanting Same to talk about Chella. this since you mentioned the, the ginger Jewish only all right, dating so app, whatever. Jump yeah, into jump it. into it, please, because I want to hear all about that. So when I first met Laura, she was telling me about like, like your perfect man or something, or, uh-huh. or, or we were looking at hot guys, we're out, and just being charismatic as fuck as usual. And Dan, skip as this usual. part of the pod. As usual. Dan, skip this part of the pod. Oh, snap. Dan, skip this part of the pod. Do you need some more? Dan doesn't listen. You need some more freak? Please. I always need some more freak, girl. You know. Freak a league. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, one time. Yeah, so Laura and I go out, and it's it's just a, it's a huge show. You can't get put two redheads together at a bar. And, oh, and we're absolutely. very different. Like, Laura's very loud, and I'm very, like, sultry. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm quieter, more coy, but then you're really loud. We compliment each other. I don't know where I'm going. Um, but we both talk, we're both social, yeah. and we're both very interesting human beings, but we have different approaches yeah. to life. Mm-hmm. We'll just put it like that. Exactly. Juliet is more of the reserved, but once she's tapped, she turns into this <laughs> wild, you know, flower garden, and then I am basically like a Dr. Seuss mystery land of mm. crazy wonder and magic, so. So we're out being a wonder and magic mystery land of flower blooming, and... <laughs> You were talking about, you just need, it was before your current boy. You're like, I just need to meet a redheaded Jewish man who loves his mother. And I'm like, yes. where are oh. you going to find that? Mm. And I was like, this is impossible. Mm. This is impossible, Here's Laura. the thing. I love, I'm going to get real close with this. I love my mother so much. She has been through more than the average human being, mm-hmm. has had everything, has had nothing, has been rebuilding her life, and is like one of the most... Strongest woman, and is that even English? Is one she's of the, the most, most strongest women. You're on women. a roll. You're on a roll. <laughs> she, she's one of the strongest women. My mother is one of the strongest women mm. that I have met to date, and uh, that she inspires me every day to just. If I want something in life, go get it. Mm-hmm. Just go. Don't even think about it. Don't sit there and plan for twenty years. Just go and get it. Yeah. So I have that go-getter mentality, and uh, I get that from my mother. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> solid solid advice from, from Mama Levison. Mm. Uh, actually, were... Mama Goldberg. Mama Goldberg. Yes. yes. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. yes. Mama Goldberg. Shout out to Mama Goldberg. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you had this, this list. There's only three things on your list, but I thought they were all very unattainable. <laughs> Redhead, Jewish, loves his mother. I mean, what I will say, Why I do redhead? know a redheaded Jewish man who loves his mom, who just, sorry about it, but he did just get married last year. Mm. But, so I, are, I, I, are redheaded, redheaded Jewish people not super rare, or is that like a really... That's a niche like, market. Well, I yeah. mean, now that I've met Laura, I feel yeah. like they're just falling from the sky, so... <laughs> and, you know, the funny part is, when we went out... 
together. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've gone out so many times, but you know, you and I are the first ones to notice when a redhead is like coming through and you can like feel them. You're like, there's a redhead here. (laughs) But you know, sometimes I lose my composure. Mm. You know, I have zero chill when it's a gorgeous Mm. ginger jab. Yeah. And, Mm. uh, you know, sometimes they'll be like just riding their bike down the, down the sidewalk of Santa Monica and I'm in my vehicle, the Laura mobile. And I see a ginger riding a bike. I'm like, I lose every ounce of control. Like my body just goes into autopilot (laughs) and I just put the window down and I'm like, Hey, ginger. (laughs) And I just lose all sense of sexy and turn into someone yelling at another person. So anyway, <laughs> um, I took it to television. Mm-hmm. I took it to television. Oh, you did? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. tell us about your uh, your appearance and the waves you made on a certain show. So, uh, you know, part of this is comedy. The other yeah. part of it is... Truth. It's telling. truth. Truth telling. And the other part of it is I'm Laura Levison and I will do whatever I want. So I pitched this fun little segment to the Steve Harvey TV show. And it is basically basking in my love and joy for redhead men, redheaded men. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, Steve, I want a redhead. And I've gone to the Scottish Highland Games. There's even festivals in Ireland. There's so many things going on. Sure. Not true. And he's like, well, have you uh, met any of them? Or have they seen you? And I'm like, nothing to write home to mom about. But, uh, mm. uh, well, anyways, this went on national television. This went across their Facebook, their Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like this fun, crazy redhead looking for redheaded love. It, on the Steve Harvey show, which is, what's the percentage of blacks on there? It's like, it's like an 80% <laughs> black show. <laughs> it's yeah, like little Laura. Yeah, little Laura stands up. I'm a minority. Oh my god! Every, people were like a two percent minority. And you but know, there, it's true. It's kind of true. Okay, so here's the deal. Okay, I get it. Your audience is your audience. You need to pick your material. I'm afraid. <laughs> but I can't. I can't alter statistics. <laughs> I can't sit there and lie to America. America? Yeah. I'm Laura Levison. I don't lie. I don't cheat. I don't steal. I have integrity and I'm proud of it. Mm. So anyways, you know, I went on there. I gave them my spiel. I did what I needed to do. A couple months later, guess what? I'm scared. What? 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 <laughs> All right. Chella's scared. Juliet, how I know do you the ending. <laughs> you do, yeah, you do. You do. Oh, so I'm going to assume DMs and... Okay, so I got I got hundreds of stuff going on. I got hundreds of messages on Instagram, Facebook, Mm -hmm. Twitter. Uh, People definitely reached out. I got actually a lot of gorgeous hunties. Wow, what's a hunty? Oh, a (laughs) hunty. So it's a term that originated in San Francisco. Okay, in the wonderful drag culture. Which okay. Laura is a is very big fan of. Absolutely. Mm. I support my performing artists. Awesome. Absolutely. Uh, a hunty is a honey and a cunt. Because at the end of the day, we can all be a honey and Wait. we can all be a cunt. It's true. Sometimes it's a so very it's big either, combo. 
So it's either or. Or no, both. It's both. It's both. It is indeed. I'm overpowered both. right now. Like <laughs> I know. So, there's a lot I'm of feminine. I'm freaking out right now. I'm freaking out. A lot I of got, red. There's a lot so, of red happening. So you two women in a bar. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Two redheads go into a bar. I it's, mean, it's, it's not it's a joke. Yeah. Says no joke ever because they all died. <laughs> like, they don't even live. Or they had the best time of their um, lives. Whoa. We didn't kill anybody. We're just arsonists. Yeah, wow. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> the building needed to burn. So to tie in, you have, you have this burgeoning career. You have this corporate side. Yep. You have this artistic, creative side. Modeling, I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instagram researched or stuffed. <laughs> and you want to know what the? Icon well, I felt safe. I wasn't a redhead. I had the Jew down, but I just don't yep. have the red hair. Yep. It's okay. So. You're an, you're an MOT, a member of the tribe. Yeah. Oh. So I just figured, all right, who is this person, and, and, and who's this personality? Actually, there wasn't much vid on you, so I didn't really. What's get the icing a chance on the cake, though? The icing on the cake hmm. is. I met a fellow ginger Jap. Mm-hmm. Oh, from the show. Oh, we time back into that because yeah. I was just trying to understand one. How did you arrive at this fetish-like obsession with <laughs> Jewish redheads? Like, I mean, don't Gee, you have I enough wonder. of your, Don't you have enough of yourself? <laughs> Me? She no. can't marry herself yet. Um, I'm, I'm kind of like. <laughs> well, Chella has a thing for. Can I? How do I say it properly? Let her do it herself. I mean, what do you mean? I have a thing for. Let her just introduce it herself. I think that. Oh my gosh. So, I'm listening. So wait, let's wrap it up with Laura, and then we're gonna dive into Chella's well, little shit. Okay, so Laura met her, her right now man. Well, hun- she got hunties, honey cunts, or whatever it is. Hunties. That's just your I friend. I will say I, got... I did not know that's how that word came about. Oh, so yeah, thanks yeah. for the four one one. You are so welcome. <laughs> Seriously, you are Thank the you. most welcome. Yeah, you are so welcome. Uh, I have to watch the Cosmo again. I got a lot of DMs about uh, redheaded relationships. I got lots of photos to show me, like, hey, this is happening. This is real. Like, I got people in Germany. I have people in Russia that reached out. Wow. I mean, Global. I have people in Tennessee that reached out, and so. Anyways, I put this out there into the universe, mm-hmm. right? Part of it, I was just having fun. I was being funny little Laura, like, yeah. you know, being who I right. am. And I love redheads. I mean, have you watched Harry Potter? <laughs> the Weasleys are falling. The Weasleys, oh. although a hand-me-down family, okay? <laughs> I mean, they can hands me down, you know. No one can take away their fire. Oh hey. Hey. No one can wow. take away their fire. What did you just say? So they can hands me down. <laughs> Here for it. Juliet is on fire today. I'm always on fire. <laughs> okay, so then Laura met this man, and we can talk about her or not, but he, but she, she found a guy who meets all these categories. Mm. I mean, yeah. But he's not a boyfriend. You started categorizing off pod, <laughs> and yet another thing that you share with our lovely producer yes. extraordinaire, so Chella. Chella. Are you ready no. for this? Well, no, it's just <laughs> no. Well, you, but I'm sorry, you went into this whole diatribe, Laura, about well, he's not boyfriend this that, and then you're like defaulting to her, um, her meaning Juliet's expertise as far as the refined protocol of dating. You know, I'm glad Six you brought to this ten up. Date requirement before it's it gets a requirement. A, it's not a requirement. Wait, wait, wait. you're getting she a little twisted. She spoke like it was gospel. No, that's because I know how to talk to my people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right, let the gospel. Yeah, let's take this to temp. <laughs> Synagogue. Juliet basically said to me via phone, I'm like dishing, I'm like, oh my God, first date, <laughs> second date, this is what's happening. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not really a kiss and teller. So Juliet has been a part of this process. I mean, mm. she really has, you know, offered her ear on this one. And I'm okay with that. 
Um, huh. I reached out, told her all about it. Very excited. Chelly, you listening? I'm listening. And <laughs> I say, I say to Juliet, I'm like, you know, yada 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 yada. Like, what do you think's gonna happen? Like, like Juliet, tell me my future. And Was there a whole vetting process from all this out outpouring of this guy just kind of fell into your lap? These this Jewish guy, moms yeah. sending you their boy checks, nice Jewish boy checks from all over the world, <laughs> from Russia to. Japan, uh, Ireland, or whatever. Listen, like a- I got lucky with the universe. That's mm-hmm. all I got to say. Yep. Wow. I really did. You did. Uh, so Juliet goes, Laura, he's going to make this official between six to ten dates, somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's, if he's serious. If he's serious. So. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Now, in this blender of, uh, you know, lust, love, hope, and happiness. Blended wine. I'm just sensing themes redhead. and patterns. Mm-hmm. Red wine. Mm-hmm. Mm. Blended mm, red girl. wine. Everything's red in this one. Mm, like Taylor <laughs> Swift song. Just kidding. Nothing about life should ever be referenced as a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> Please do not. <laughs> oh. So what's so what's the 411 on this current sitch? The current sitch is I'm a busy woman. Dang. And I'm building a very lovely empire. And so as what any woman should do is to find the balance between the two. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Honestly, mm-hmm. I have like a once a week like understanding. Yep. Is that called a dick appointment? <laughs> Tom learned that word for the first time the other week. Now he You'll have to it. forgive him. Now he uses it all the time. <laughs> yeah. <I'm, laughs> Chell's had a calendar full of dick appointments. Last I need pod. I need a uh, definition of what a dick appointment is. Yeah, I'm still learning. So I think it's when you get the dick. I'm just fascinated with, <laughs> with it. That's basically what it is. But it's funny you mentioned like a once a week appointment with this man that you're seeing. Um, with someone I've been, you know, seeing for 12 years and married to, I still see him like once a week because <gasps> we're just women on a mission oh. trying to build a career, trying to build an empire. And you literally have to find... I schedule time with my husband. You have to schedule time with the man you're seeing. It's like, someone- I think <laughs> I think the best part about uh, our friendship is that we both are very busy people in general mm-hmm. because we're not one to just sit and like veg and do nothing and watch Netflix all day on a day off. Yeah, like on a day off, we're sitting there like planning what our next move is and whatever independent project we're gonna do next, mm-hmm. or if we're gonna do like an '80s photo shoot with sparkle, shine, and glimmer and an entire glam squad, like. Juliet. Which was great that you did that, and I love yes. it. <laughs> I have to show you some behind-the-scenes photos. They're great. Uh, you know, we're busy women, so the fact that, you know, that is her marriage where she's busy, he's busy, they're both doing their own thing, that gives you a certain, you know, not only freedom, but, like, you're so empowered by your own agenda. Like, your life is not about a man. That's why I keep mine out of town, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Where? What part of town? Arizona, man. Oh, you gotta import them. I'm gonna have to make a request. Anytime you say man or dude, please subtract and add hunty. <laughs> okay. For this podcast. I'm gonna try real hard. Thanks, hunty. <laughs> okay, hunty. So let us know all it. about your hunty. Okay. And your type, because Tom is dying to talk about that. And so are we. Apparently, we were having a text conversation of, like, things we should talk about tonight. And um, Tom used the word designer man. 
And so I've been designer, feeling, designer lover. Yeah, I've been feeling real weird about it because oh, I feel I like it, it fetishized it a little bit. Oh, I like it. And now I don't know how to handle this conversation because typically I go for melanated men. Describe this. Melanated. Hunting. There's Wait, so many what? delicious what? terms here. Melanated. Marinated. Melanated. What is wrong Mel- with you? Melatonin. I, I melatonin. See a blight. Oh, just melanin, square y'all. light. Every time I look at you, I'm like, is that God? <laughs> <laughs> is that you, God? Yes. God is yes, a woman. it is. Because I heard her voice when Laura sang. Yeah, see, well, God is in every woman. I said God was a woman, too. God is in every woman, and you worship the goddess. I'm evolving. Well, no, what I recognized is in the designer man, it was a relationship by design Mm -hmm. through these are the parameters, these are my rules, these are my criteria. I don't want a stage five clinger. I'm on a mission. I don't want this. I don't want that. And some people arrive at that through inspiration, Mm -hmm. and other people arrive at that through fucking delineation and just you know yeah. subtraction through hard battles of like you know i'm gun shy around asians or i'm gun shy around whatever because of horrific experiences so mm-hmm. that's why i was like huh two women that both have a very very focused type well if it makes them feel any better to. if it makes them feel any better when i was like 12 or 13 in a journal i found mm-hmm. i wrote because my friends and i were fucking around they're like, your perfect husband, right? We're, we're messing around at this point. I wrote 6'4", blonde, blue eyes, smart. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Hmm. And uh, that's who I fucking married. Can we talk about your husband? Yeah. <laughs> and I dated everybody. Like, I dated everyone, but that's who I ended up with. And uh, so, I don't know. Maybe Rude they're manifesting that. exactly what they, if we're going to talk about manifesting. Like, that, that to me blew my mm. mind. I found that journal, and I was like, what is this? Listen, See, you wrote it. You wrote it down in a journal. And I forgot it about it. It came to life. Right, right. I, forgot I said it. it on national television. Came to it life. came to life. You took a dick appointment, <laughs> and it came to life. <laughs> Mine so is new, us, though. I didn't write this. this in my journal. But I just, have you always dated men? That no, were, no, no, this is new. I think I just got really sick of white dudes. <laughs> okay, why? Who is who is this hunter? Um, his name is Cameron. He lives in Arizona. We met at a Trump rally. I was protesting. He was going in. <laughs> he doesn't support Trump. To the rally. Into the rally. Into the rally. All right, yeah. so you're both like anti. Bitch, I'm going in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, We're I'm a super anti. big activist. He came out uh, for the Women's March, and we did that here. Um, yeah. But he's, what do you call it? Melatonin? <laughs> melanin. How do you not know what highly melanated is? <laughs> I Come do on. know what it is, but I couldn't remember the melanin. I thought she said marinated. Please add the definition at the end of this podcast. There's <laughs> <laughs> a little star. <laughs> melanin. Yeah, Please, I need a footnote. <laughs> so, is it, so is this the first melanin man you've dated? Um, the Cameron's the second serious relationship I've had in my life. Wait, what's, yes. mel- what's melanin? He's melanin black. Is, he's half black. Okay, sorry. Yeah, he's half black. Uh, melanin. And what's his other half? White. Oh. <laughs> red-haired Jew. <laughs> hey, I've met some red... Pot. I've met some African-American redheads. I have, and oh, they're like what? au natural. It's like, it's the most... Really? Yeah. That's you, awesome. Girl, Google exists. Your husband <laughs> is there. Like, come on. Wait, but this is the woman you're taking... You know, serious relationship advice from. Um, I just want to say races over here. Wait, wait, wait. We're gonna recap. We're gonna bring this to a full. Okay. Circle. I'm here for it. Let's try right. to do that. So, she said six to ten dates. It's been like over ten. Yeah, I know. The but did he proposition and level up to the next relationship? All right, here's here's the deal. Status the, on her queue. The conversation has not happened. Right, my mother, mm-hmm. Amy Goldboyg, mm-hmm. is like Laura. Hi, mom. You need. To have the monogamous talk. And I'm like, mm. and she's, you know, she's from New York and she, well, she now lives, you know, in Central Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, you know, like, 
yeah, you're probably right. And uh, I should do that. But then like that means like once I have that talk, like can't go back, can't go back. You make a decision. You have a boyfriend. What was the third one? You have a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> what was the third one? I don't even remember. Me either. <laughs> Thomas. I like that you're quizzing him, though. <laughs> Pay attention. That's what you have to yeah, do. No, it's good. I'm... But, like, you know, you you have that conversation. You are making the decision. Right. Right? You're putting yourself out there, and you're either going to have a boyfriend or you're not going to have a boyfriend. It's much easier if they initiate. What if he says whoa, like I'm leaning towards the exclusive monogamous. You're on a mission. I only see you once a week. and Well, we did just spend the entire weekend yeah. together. Which is great. Okay, so and This happened. This back, happened. Little, I was actually in town. Story helps here. He was in town. We spent, you know, Friday night. We spent a little Saturday night. So how did you all meet? All day Sunday. How did you meet? Oh. Uh, you know. No, I don't. Let's ask him. <laughs> Chella. <laughs> What's good? <laughs> Tell me something. I'm here for you. What do you need? The majority of millennials these days, because I'm I'm a millennial. Uh, how do we meet? Mm, I'm gonna go with uh, online. Unless are we gonna go with Tinder here? Bumble. Mmm. Ding 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 ding. Nailed it. So here's the deal. Like you know, I travel so much for mm-hmm. my my clientele uh, to work on projects with you know friends all over the U.S. Like yep. I am everywhere because I am. A very hardworking person, and I'm able to be everywhere. So, anyway, you know, I like to have a little bumble action happening. Here okay, and so there. in this onslaught of the Steve Harvey windfall, everything exactly. going on, redheaded Jewish a girl can't get enough men, attention. Okay, <laughs> that, fair enough. I, Either you know, can guys. I like to see Nothing what, wrong with attention. Though. I like to yeah, see what good. other you know yeah. major markets have to offer me. Like you know, a hunty like me likes a little taste of you know the. Uh, so a hunty doing the hunting. Oh. And on the hunt for another hunty. So you're mm-hmm. bumbling. I'm bumbling. And, and I see this. I'm surprised I'm like, you didn't say J date, to be honest. All right, here's the thing. I, she the, burned that territory. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. I, I I met I know the owner or creator, the founder, whatever, huh. of uh, J Swipe actually, mm. which is like what the uh oh. app is. David Yaris. I uh, met him at an event, which mm-hmm. was in Hollywood once. Had a great time. Went there knowing nobody with one of my girlfriends. So I kind of, I knew one person and left knowing everyone in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, just imagine like the Discovery Channel during <laughs> meeting season with strobe lights and like VIP tables everywhere. Wow. Uh, it was a lot Good. to handle. There was a line of people just to talk to me. So, uh so you met him and you didn't want to use his app. They were all brunettes. It just didn't, they, didn't, <laughs> oh they didn't do it for me. I don't know what you mean though. It's like oh, they're all white guys. Like oh, wow. I'm used to them. And you get and you and and somehow designer male is fetishizing and sexualizing the well, conversation. Yeah, I thought like, oh, you designed but, him specifically to be black. I'm like, no, I just was tired he, of the white guys. Does he wear designer wear? Yeah, I was like, how do I twist that to make myself feel better? Because that makes me feel icky. <laughs> I don't know. I was what totally down for it. I what's was icky like, icky yeah, knowing what you want. What's icky about knowing There's what you want? There's nothing wrong. You know what you want. You go get what you want yeah. and you just do your own thing. That's what's icky is not knowing what you want, and everything's up for options. We can't like, even say icky icky without knowing the spicky spicky. Give us the specs. Wow, I love this. <laughs> I don't know what language we're speaking, but I want to learn it. It's, <laughs> you can pick up what she's laying down. It's somewhere in between a girl's twelve-year-old journal 
And Fifty Shades of Red. No, listen. And The Secret. Juliet said it. <laughs> you pick up what I'm laying down. What mm-hmm. I'm laying down is what designer wear does this new bachelor in your life Love wear? Um, he wears... No, this is gross, guys. I don't like this conversation. Just they're, name not, one. they're not actually talking about designer brands. No, we're talking about men. So what? <laughs> what what's wrong <laughs> with having what a type? Subscribe what, to? What's wrong with having a type? No. Do you feel the only answer that I can give to this is, oh, I designed his skin to not be white. And oh, guys, no. You you're did, you're taking no, no, no. She did not design it. I think with Chell, I, I think I see Chell's point. This is where I come in the podcast. I can see everyone's side of the viewpoint. <laughs> Um, so Tom, you're saying you're you're conflating designer and type, and Chella is having a really hard time getting past designer being an icky word, as if she created this person specifically for her that that she is like designing her people to. Yeah, it's like fetishizing black skin. That's okay. why she has a problem with it. But yeah. that's not that Tom is just misusing the word. I just can't get over it. <laughs> I, know you can. I don't know how to answer it. Oh, the hold right on, because now I'm confused. Because our I have a type. Our awesome, you do. I have a type, Michael Sarah. But that dream's crushed. I mean, he's married now, so I. And he doesn't have on. red hair. Yeah, what hold- are you doing, Laura? <laughs> Listen. You lose your shit in cars and honk at gingers on bikes. Don't you? So I'm just wondering. <laughs> do you not? Jeez. Like that to Get me is that to me is like a mating response. You know, if like, someone doesn't drive by and yell at me as a ginger, I feel offended. No, <laughs> like Tom, I don't think the question you're asking is wrong. I just don't have any way of answering it that doesn't. That I like, that sounds PC. That's okay, know. because at the end of the day, today is about me. Yes, that is <laughs> Every one hundred exactly. percent true. <laughs> I feel personally no, but, attacked. But I think that people <gasps> do. <laughs> oh, I just cracked the system. That's all right. I just, it's, it's fine. I just cracked the system out of excitement. Yeah. That, that, that system is excited to see you, too, so it's, uh, it's just getting beautiful. hot in here, yo. It, it's actually, I want to get this yeah. jacket, but it's really cute. Um, <laughs> Who makes your jacket? Oh, this is Carbon 38. Oh, it's, my goodness. I saw that you were posting about them on your I Instagram. I did. I want them to sponsor me. <laughs> Because I like their wear. Um, what about it? Do you like? It's very uh, like Let me flexible. Feel. Come, come. It's a good. It's good athletic wear. Wow, I feel like I could get sweaty in this. Oh yeah, you can get real sweaty. Ooh, Did girl. you go get sweaty? Did you go hiking yet in this? No, no, it hasn't actually done any physical activity. Um, I hate this though. I hate these things. Like, what are these even for? <laughs> and every athletic wear, like athleisure, like what am I doing? Like, r- you're keeping your palms protected because what if you fall? What if I fall? What if you fall and you scuff? But what if I just your don't... palms? You're gonna change your future if you scuff your palms. That's what this is for. Absolutely. Hey yo, I literally did that the other day though. I'm just an unsophisticated bitch that like fell going up her stairs. Oh, someone's I'm allowed like, to use the B word, but the, I'm not. Obviously. <laughs> so the danger. You're telling me the danger is real, and I need to use this more often. I'm yes. never taking this jacket off. Um, Juliet, did I tell you? I went to Joshua Tree. Ooh. Oh, okay. So Laura doesn't go like outside of a Ritz Carlton. So um, Ooh, you went to you. Joshua Tree. You know, it's so funny. I'm gonna actually. What were you even doing there? I'm gonna talk about this very bluntly right now. Get All right, right. Get, okay. get out of here for blunt. New Especially Year's Eve. Oh, oh, Emily Blunt. <laughs> Bless her and congratulations to Emily Blunt. Yes. Who is killing it right now? SAG Awards. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Did she win? I didn't watch. Oh my gosh, girl. I'm going to leave it for you okay. to enjoy on your own. Um, I went to Joshua Tree 
to celebrate New Year's Eve. Oh, fun. Never been. No concept of what it is. I've been to Palm Springs. I just didn't put the two Way together. Way different. <laughs> I didn't put the two together. All right, throw that out. So I go. We stay in this, like, very obtuse home. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere off of some boony like dirt road which was like really tucked in and and it was it it wasn't well decorated. Did this home have have wheels cuz a lot of the homes out there are trailers? No, 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 no. This was like a home home home. Okay. Um Was it creepy? Honestly, it was just so eclectic. I mm. couldn't relate to the space. And not that I'm not an eclectic person, and not that my own <laughs> art isn't cl- like eclectic. It, it just didn't, the, the space didn't speak to me. Oh. And we were there with a bunch of people we didn't know. And I, I mean, I had a good time. I was beer pong champion, and I didn't drink any of the beer because I was the champion. That's the way to do it. Mm. Um, so I left, and I was like, I am never coming back. I'm like, this. Did is you go into done. the park? Uh, first time, no. Um, okay. I, haven't, I haven't. Let me. Let me. Work. Okay. Okay. Mm. All right. So I'm like, I left there. I'm like, I am never coming back. I've had my taste. I remember the flavor. I'm good to go. I get an offer from some Google friends. And they're like, Laura, Laura Star, come to the Desert Dream House. That's got to be good. And I was like. A desert dream house? Well, I'm your redheaded Barbie. Let's go. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, I hop in this, like, auto-driving Tesla. And I make my way way to Joshua Tree with some Google people. Obviously, they would have a a self-driving As they should. I don't want to drive anywhere ever again by next year, so... That's exactly what I'm talking about. For $100,000, you... Should never have to drive again. ...can have a self-driving Tesla. So that's that's what picked you up? Yeah, that's what picked me up. How did that so, work? I, I'm curious. Uh, GPS. So, I, I mean, the like car just Uber showed up at your humans. place? Yep. Exactly. That's amazing. Exactly. I so, want this. So, anyway, uh, you know, I get there. The place is but It's, the, it's de- not, the decorations are better. Is it a dream? It wasn't my dream. <laughs> oh, no. It was a nightmare. <laughs> so, anyways, it was only one night. You know, I got chef duty, which is great. You're a great cook. You're a great chef. Oh, absolutely. I I eat clean. I cook clean. Um, I prefer cooking my own dishes at home because I'm the best and no one compares. Mm -hmm. Um, Although. Except mama. (laughs) No, my mom can't even boil water. Like, although. Mom, ignore this part of the pod. (laughs) Mama Goldberg. That's an old joke. My mom actually has been creating new dishes lately, so I'm proud of her for exploring her horizons. <laughs> but um, anyway, so I cooked for everyone. I'm talking like, you know, nighttime. I did this like veggie stir fry situation oh, yes. with like roasted sweet potatoes with Yum. chunks of garlic. Holy I shit, mean, can you make some hungry. more? Ooh, absolutely. <laughs> Shella doesn't cook and I'm like, girl, I will cook for you. He's a chef. He owns a pizza. Yeah, but that's effort either oh, way. And if I, I come all the way to cooking. Santa Monica or wait, I have wait, to cook wait. this a gigantic meal for What's one the pizzeria? person. Well, I started Abbott's Pizzeria on Abbott Kenny. I never been. You've never. What's wrong? I go to it's Abbott so Kenny good. more than the average. Home of the bagel crust pizza. It's my it's home of the salad pizza. Before Were you born I... in New York. Oh, yes. oh wow! Yeah. What point? Bronx. <laughs> I live the one. I'm from the Bronx. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Listen, really if you're not from Long Island, I'm, I'm not her designer designer man. <laughs> that was just Fuck. 
best reaction. <laughs> I'm happy now. Oh, um, well, you know, uh, in the morning I made egg white frittata with banana did. oatmeals yes. topped with organic shrooms. Like this is why we should like vacation together because we would just make fantastic meals all the time. Mm. Oh, absolutely, and yeah. the wine would be on point. Oh. I mean, they brought something that was uh, like Kirkland wine, and I'm like. Mm. Googlers are really good at like two things. Being Googlers and that's it. <laughs> that's the second that's the thing. That's the second thing. You're really good at being Googlers and oh the second thing is also that's it. That's it. So yep. all this is going on while you're cultivating a career. Art. You mentioned art. What kind of art? She does paint. Yeah, I do. I do paint a lot. Acrylic. You and Juliet are like similar. Yeah, acrylics. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she she does beat me. Like I get up and work out, but she goes up and like skateboards the beach every morning. <laughs> I was like, girl, yeah. I get up and I go to the workout because I just want to be like hot and skinny. And you're like, I like to go on the beach. I'm like, <laughs> fuck enjoyment. <laughs> so I think part of part of who I am, mm-hmm. I have to be in touch with my emotions. Mm-hmm. So what's much. that process? That process is being healthy mentally and physically. Mm. So Hence the eating the food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I eat clean. I cook for myself. Mm-hmm. Like I make, I make like a five star restaurant dinner for myself at home. Well, partially because I was raised that way. You know, I was mm-hmm. given the tools, the knowledge, yep. the expertise, and then also, you know, I have this own in, internal caliber of where I put myself in society, and it's like the only things that I really and truly go out for, like. And I'm not, I don't feel guilty about it. It's sushi. I love sushi. And you and I have gone to sushi. And oh, it's we have. So fun. And that needs to happen soon. It does. Maybe after this. Yeah. But, um, down. You know, there's that. I just invited and, myself. It's fine. So, anyways, I go to, <laughs> I go to Joshua Tree the second time. Is uh, this with said Googlers? Uh, designer no, guy? This is, no, 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 no. Designer guy, not in the picture right designer now. Designer Hunties? Designer Hunty is very busy as well. He's running his own empire yes. of lots of things. You know, mm. the beautiful part very ab- successful. about the the ginger Jap and Jap being Jewish American prince. I'm a Jewish mm. American princess. She did have to classify for me because I was like, is he Asian? Like, oh yeah. my gosh, he's Japanese. I'm like, no, Jewish American prince. Get with the program. What does that mean? Is that like a common thing? Um, so there's this kind of like stigma that goes with you know, Jewish women and Jewish men that put themselves in a caliber and that are very ambitious, want to build their own empire, very independent and driven. And those And there's family Mm. expectations Mm -hmm. as well. Just think of like rich, crazy rich Koreans, crazy rich Jews. But it's not a wealth thing. Yeah, I mean, I saw the movie. The movie was great. Yeah, absolutely wonderful. I was like, wow, I wonder what this would be like with a bunch of Jews. (laughs) I love that. Right. Don't a lot you? more singing, a lot more dancing, probably. So the, a lot more fiddler on the roof. So the emotional, yeah, the emotional regulation of coming from Florida, mm-hmm. pursuing a career, obviously being a Renaissance person, yeah, where you have a, a plethora Woman. of skills. Well, I'm trying to stay PC because <laughs> our producer will. <laughs> she I'll likes, chop your dick off. She likes the word woman. <laughs> well, good thing I don't have. Well, one, one thing we talk about a lot on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think this might be where you're going. It might not be. Um, is Chella and I complain a lot about, not complain, but we talk a lot about it being uh, millennials in, in the sense of we're artists, we're producers, we're directors, we're, art, we're actors, we're, we're 10 things. Gone are the days of, oh, I am a car salesman. And then I go home, I have my family and my life. Right, it's the that's blue, gone. The blue collar life. That's completely gone. Like our, our careers or and our lives are... Any right. of and there's no collar anymore. There's we're shirtless. 
there's your life and your career are integrated into who you are, and it's become this homogeneous mixture of who you are and what you're doing with your world and your life. And that's not for everyone, but I think the vast majority mm. is that way. And in the history that will be taught to two or three generations from now, right? Mm -hmm. What are they going to even call us? Right? They're going to be like, oh, mm -hmm. the millennials. The millennials are the ones that chose to take four or five, six different avenues and just kind of expand this umbrella and their scope. And, you know, nothing that falls on them is anything they can't catch. And then, you know, there's not a challenge that they can't, tackle and learn about because there's so many different resources for you to you know one of my mentors her name is Amelia Serrano mm -hmm. she is a television writer in the Latinx community and she's one of the most oh I mean go-getting woman I've met in my life I mean she's my mentor for a reason and you know she works 24 7 and she's always doing something and she's you know, sold two features to Sony and, you know, and she taught me her ways and not that I didn't already practice this and just having this go getting mentality, but the scope is just like, it's massive. She's a writer, a creative director, you know, she does ghostwriting or does rights for television. I mean, your toolkit, the bigger it is, the more opportunities you can pursue. The more you can say yes. The more value you have. Mm -hmm. In Los Angeles. <clears throat> and it is so true when I say that there is no place like Los Angeles. There's no place like And that. I don't want to live anywhere else except Santa Monica. So, <laughs> so, so you hearing all of this because you have, you have more years on us. Like you have more life experience. That's mm. not debatable. What are our pitfalls? Because we feel pretty inspired, but also very full of angst. Well, first of all, I think that how you want to be bookmarked in history as a millennial, Laura's definition of it is fucking kick-ass. Throw in first to have equality and pay, first to get Not rid yet. of... Yeah, when is know, that going to happen? First <laughs> to get rid of... I'm just saying. Like, I don't take a gig unless I get paid what I want to be paid, and that's because I set the precedent... Right. As soon as I meet somebody, if someone asks me, like, oh, Laura, like, what's your rate for this? Or, you know, what's your expertise on this? Like, I will tell you what I can do for you, how much it costs, and that's it. I don't deal with any of that stuff because I refuse to. If I don't get paid what I want to get paid, I'm not going to do the service. And if you want to get a man to do the service, it's not going to be me. It's not going to be my talents. And gender has no... It has no role in what I can offer you because at the end of the day, like my makeup is from having two parents as entrepreneurs, is learning how to market at a very young age. I mean, my, I'm going to put this in like a, just a big, huge picture right now. My senior ad wasn't a bunch of pictures as me as a kid or a bunch of pictures as, you know, me as like a model. My senior ad in my yearbook was a picture of me on a chopper wearing all leather because my dad owned a motorcycle business at the time. <laughs> okay, so let me just tell you, like, I have a mentality that it doesn't matter what gender you are, like, my mentality has a price tag. Hmm. So to answer Juliet's question and to tie it in with the beautiful, expressive, emotive vision of the millennial as crafted by Lara is... Millennials were handed a completely 
he inherited a pile of shit. Right? I'm I'm I don't know what Speaking I'm Speaking of a pile of shit, Tom, I can see your feet on the camera. Get your feet off that fucking table. Wow. <laughs> you are welcome, Mom. Wow, wow. I'm gonna have some chocolate <laughs> on that note. Go ahead. I already like ate half of this chocolate bar, so I'm just gonna have like one You more did piece. yoga twice today. So yeah, we total shit. But My what generation wasn't? I feel like every generation has their hill to climb. So I'm Gen X. Yeah. What yeah. was your hill? Excuse me. Our, well, ours was fucking Sid Vicious. At least I was. What is? Yeah, I don't explain know. Explain yourself. It was breaking down like it was kicking real fucking shit in in yeah. a world where it wasn't viral and virtue signaling and having a bunch of people to protect us. It was. You have a problem with homosexuals? Fuck you. And you. You're gonna call me kike? I'm gonna either take a ten mile circuitous route to school, or I'm gonna go every day until their fucking hands bleed from punching me in the face, and they're gonna realize this Jew just won't stop, and they'll just give me a nod of let the Jew through. Jesus. Different world. Different world. So, but I also had the post, you know, whatever generation before, where go to great school, get a great job. That dream still existed. Faith in government kind of still existed. (laughs) What did you think of Bush? Fuck Bush. Everyone says fuck Bush. (laughs) Fuck them all. Bush was what, from what I've been told, Bush was the worst president up until Trump. Now Reagan was pretty pathetic too, to human beings, Mm. mental health people, and everything else. Was a fucking idiot. So wait, finish your point because you were going so strong. The illustration of the millennial bookmark and being able to, and then tying it in to, hey. There's vapor out here. I'm talking to a fucking vacuum. I have to create my own reality. Millennials get a chance can. to do that. Mm-hmm. More ownership. There's still no. Yeah. There was no structure like mine was. Hey, brothers, Duke, Harvard, Brandeis, what's your path? And it was a well-run, safe path to choose. And I was like, "Fuck you." Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like Ooh. shaved head, nose rings, this, that, tattoos. Real up. rebel. Um, yeah, but other because there was no course correction. There was a nice course laid out. It was a safe path, and a lot of people took it. And I'm not hating on them. I'm just saying. So I had a lonely fucking road, which is why I have pretty much no empathy for millennials. (laughs) Because I'm like, wait a minute. You guys think it's so tough? Like, you know. It's it's, just a different. Life is tough. It's a different hill to climb, a different hill to die on. I mean, people people escaping the the 50s had a different thing as well. But we also didn't have this digital... uh, um, what's the word, this amorphous, fluid world where I can create my own business for myself out of nothing. And if you're not, you're not creative enough. (laughs) No, I I had to start my own business, which I was an indentured servant, six days a week, working for people, breaking my fucking balls in a restaurant, getting slashed with knives, getting mocked, this and that, paying my dues, being a B-word. Bitch. Someone's Someone's bitch. Juliet will be your B-word translator. They, call, they actually called me bitch. the quiet Jew. <laughs> My first thought was Bunty. Bunty. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to be a hunter. No, you were the quiet. Ju- you were the quiet Jew. You I like be a hunter like once I try your it. pizza. And I'm I'm like it. It's so good. Um, you could, you were the quiet Jew though, and I, I always really like that. Do you have a you have vegan pizza at your place? Yes. Wow. We have a homemade gluten-free that takes us two days to make, and it's not round because it's not from some bullshit commissary kitchen. It presents itself as a gluten-free Sicilian flatbread. Wow. With amaranth, millet, and teff. And what does something like this cost for the... Not uh, cheap, kiddo. We don't fuck around. We're not trying <laughs> to be pizza slut, all right? We're, we're slinging real shit. Oh, we're not slinging dicks, though. We're slinging dough. <laughs> we'll we're sling slinging dick. the other We'll sling some dick, too. But oh, my, my God. I'm just saying. That's extra, extra. <laughs> I feel like Tom just got a little, like, salt bay up in there. I did, because I'm proud oh, of my 
my product. Well, it's, right. it is funny. Before I met Tom, my actual favorite pizza was Abbott's Pizza, which Thank which you. before I even met him, and then mm-hmm. I met him, and I was like, oh, I actually liked you before I liked you. And now he has Gray Block Pizza, which is um, right. right across the street from San Monica College. Hala, and then we have Bronxborn Pizza up and in Oregon. Mm-hmm. So, I spent many a dollar at Gray Block. So I think off of Pico. Yeah, um, that's me. My favorite slice of pizza mm-hmm. to get there. Oh, and shit. I like that you do. A, I like <laughs> that you do a special for the mm-hmm. Santa Monica College community. I yep. mean, like for mm-hmm. me, that's very important yeah. because you know I have tons of friends that I've made in my yoga studio that go to Santa Monica College. Yep. And they go there because they get a deal. Yep. They get their pizza. They get their drink all for yep. one price. Whereas I'm not in college anymore, and I pay full price. But we we love, and here's the thing: when people start chiming off about price and like they don't understand our value proposition, and I don't do a good job educating them, I just kind of let the food, you know, the money's in the food and our employees. So it's kind of referral only. I've always had a good experience. Yeah, That's good. I've, I got the uh, salad pizza. Yeah. Which is always a hit oh. in my mouth, and cool. <laughs> that's that. what originated at Abbott's, correct? Yeah, well, yeah. salad it's pizza. It's, us. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's I mean, for me, it's like I get everything I need, and then I just get a side of red sauce, and they're more than happy to give it to mm-hmm. me. And then um, I honestly venture out to like either the brownie or the cookie that comes Homemade. from a local bakery, mm-hmm. or just come from your bakery or a local bakery. Both. Both. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was that day, but I got the brownie because I was like, I'm living. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> brownie and pizza. All you need is a glass Plus of Plus when you wine. see a big I know. chunk of homemade shit, you know, it's like a chunk of yeah. brownie. You're like, huh. You know, versus that. It, it was local. It was. It yeah. looked local. Yeah, it and it was the same size I was like, <laughs> boom. Oh, wow. Look this at that. This water bottle is the same size as me. Uh, so I think. It's good. So I just, want, good. I just want to speak to two things. One. It's just awesome in the millennial sense that you're able to, yeah, neighbors, that we're able to, you're able to create and I don't want to use the word manifest, but you guys are able to build your own life, create your own opportunities. Mm-hmm. And it's genderless. It's like, no, this is my service. This is what I'm able to provide. You've, you've put yourself into that position through, you know, hard work, being raised by an entrepreneurial family, having the entrepreneurial spirit, having a mother going, yeah, you like that? Go get it yourself. Get it. <laughs> Go do so it. what you this right? you know, the benefits of having a Jewish mother. That's a tremendous that's a tremendous <laughs> and, and or having wouldn't know. That's yeah, but <laughs> if Chola, you want her number, I'll give it to you. Chola, Perfect. I can always have you, another mom. You arrived at a different through a different way to figuring out how to you asserted yourself. You're like, I'm not waiting to get rescued. I'm not waiting for Prince Charming or some life plan to but fucking. I found land him in anyway. Hey. Hey uh, Cam. You, des- you designed him. Anyway. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> So I just think it's very apropos two ways. One, three millennial women. Uh, you know, we're on the cusp of really changing the world. I, I do feel like Kamala Harris has a really mm-hmm. good chance. I'm a Marion Williamson fan, but her message yeah. is way too woo-woo for the masses. Um, so I feel like we're on that. And the other is we're talking a lot of Jew talk, and today's Holocaust Remembrance Day. Is it? Yeah, so look at me planning. Mm. Oh, I do want to say, I do want to say, badass women. That <laughs> Holocaust saved Remembrance people. Day was definitely a few days ago, but it's okay. We can. All right, we well, can I saw it on today. social media. I'm a little slow on social media. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You only it's stopped porn. me today. No day shouldn't be Holocaust from every day is yeah. Holocaust Remembrance Day. <sighs> yes, Chella. Yes. I agree with her. Also, yeah. mm-hmm. good point. And you have you have tattoos. You, don't you have a Holocaust Remembrance? Yeah, right there. 
Boom. Bam. Every day is Holocaust Boom. Remembrance Day. For but you, you say you're not big on social media, but as soon as I met you, you're like, oh, I stalked you. Well, you're, I stalked you're, you on Instagram. So yeah. why Julie and I get along is because I'm like a little nerd. You're a troll. <laughs> not a troll. I don't hate on people. He doesn't ever. hate on people, but he, he you're a hateless like, troll. I'm gonna have a guest who's our guest. What He's kind, like a troll with what, rainbow hair. Yeah, I wanted to know everything about you and what it is, but you guys have too much of an inside scoop. So no, but you learned a, you learned a good deal, and you know. Yeah, just, uh, tell me what what just from not knowing me, what did you learn from seeing my Insta? Uh, so just from your Instagram, pictures. not your Facebook, but your Instagram, I think is extremely almost paranormal level of, of creativity, uh, hypersensitive, hyper-focused on spirituality, being in alignment, hence your whole regulation and your protocols mm-hmm. for self-care, that being a priority, your shamelessness and being able to say, this is uh, what I command, this is the boundaries that I want, this is how I'm going to insert my life, this is my expectation, my standards, uh, your integrity speech, thrown in, into how you take great pride and how your integrity grew inside of you. It's not anything that was given to you and it's not anything that can be taken from you. Yeah. And that's a Damn. currency that you just throw down in every possible way in your life. Hey, Juliet, did you get that same vibe meeting me IRL? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I mean, you put it into some beautiful words. Good job, Tom. Yeah, that's damn, Tom. That was, that hey. was uh, hey. I'm just going to take that. Shit, you got all that from her Insta? I was like... I was just thinking, well, like, yes, this is totally true. Yeah, when I when I met Laura, it was. Um, Don't worry, three years ago would have been a whole different path. <laughs> uh, well, there's just there's just an energy. There there like is an energy about Laura mm-hmm. that is at first it it takes you by surprise and you're like, who is this person? And you don't know how to react. Like in all mm-hmm. honesty, when you first meet Laura, you don't actually know how to react, and then you see the empowerment that she possesses. See, I felt instantly safe. Well, not, not like I feel attacked. I was just like, whoa, this person has so much. And you have to try and figure out where does she even fit because mm. you, you have so much. Right. And then you're like, wow, this light is is infectious. And it's a really wonderful light to be around. And it's funny that you got to, just from her Instagram because mm. I met her in person before before I met her on Instagram mm. um, and felt felt a very similar way. Well, I read But God, all you the, put it into such – I'm like, it's her It's her that? words <laughs> that I've absorbed yeah. and re- what resonated and yeah. what stuck – you know, but I think people off. people gyrate with with energy that is positive and and is mm-hmm. is inspirational. You know, right. people don't like negative energy because life is hard. Life yes. is negative. We yes. die. Like yes. th- things are bad. Why are we bringing that to the table if we don't have to? No. It's already there. It's already on the table. The, the plate of death is already there. So why are we focusing on it? Let's bring some. Let's bring some cake right. and some bread and right. some wine and let's bring that to the table you instead. Know, I agree. I feel yeah. like I feel like it's a lot about, you know, human nature already exists, right? Mm-hmm. And there are there's a lot of negative yeah. that does come with human nature because humans are yin and yang. There's dark, there's yeah. light, and it's all of mm-hmm. it, right? But what comes second nature to you as a person, like of what kicks in in just, you know, auto drive is just that's that's you Mm -hmm. that's you know the real self Mm -hmm. being so i'm not gonna lie if i don't if i don't go and practice hot yoga you know once every two days like and you catch me on the wrong day like i will keep to myself because i know it's good for me Mm -hmm. i know i will just oh you don't want to see me when i don't work out Mm. I turn into a monster. 
I'm like, you can't, you can't talk. So it just goes to show the more you invest in yourself, the more you can like be to others and kind of build from there. Yeah. I mean, hmm. you can't pour from an empty cup. So, right. if, ooh, right. say that again. You just cannot pour from an empty cup. Yeah. You got to fill up your cup and then you got to fill everybody else's cup. How many cups you got? <laughs> Infinite cups. Mm-hmm. Three girls. I don't have one a cup. cup. <laughs> I use my hands. Oh, good you. Such a manly man. I don't, uses I don't need his a hands. tool. I don't need a tool. My hands are very small. <clears throat> Everything from source is enough for me. I feel like I, I have like too. medium hands. Like they're strong, they're well groomed, and uh, I could spread them. Hey. I was literally sitting in the car the other day with Dan, and I said, My hands are so small. He was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> and Dan's like They're an just engineer. So little. <laughs> He's got Trumpy hands. Dan has has large, long hands. But yeah, like I, yeah, my hands are small. I know, but they're not yours. They are my. Have you heard that song? Oh my Jewel? goodness! You know, here's the. Thing. I'm a singer too. Not uh, as good as Laura though. <laughs> you know what? One day duet at the Gaslight. <laughs> so we're gonna go we're gonna take it to the dive another buddy of mine also named ronnie not the jewish red hair type <laughs> oh, used no. to uh-huh. run the gaslight what? and be the doorman there for years you're talking about a little quaint place yeah. on yeah, Wilshire yeah, boulevard yeah. yeah i go there i tear the up the stage uh oh, that's so I, cool. I i sing karaoke I uh my okay let's go around let's all say what our go-to karaoke Fuck song yeah. is oh you i start. love it all right i will thank you chella because this <laughs> is about you yeah, uh, my my go to song this past year mm-hmm. it changes, but this past year it has been Alanis Morissette. Mm. You ought to know. Mm. I don't know. I'm here to remind you of the mess you left when you wow. were away. It's not fair to remind me of the cross I bet that you gave to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Holy okay. shit! I bet you kill when you do that. Um, oh, she, of course she kills. Oh so like God. half the time, half the time I'm like just like God, like knock knock. Who's on? No, Laura's not there. Because you're a performer, and when you get on stage, and I just like my heart just started beating a little faster, and just the love of performing. And it's I think you powerful. share that. You get on stage, and I'm like, this is the closest I'm gonna be to perfection like whether or not i kill it whether i fuck up it doesn't matter because i'm on stage and i'm where i need to be right like mm. that yeah just when you were singing mm. i was like i'm there right now. that's why i'm a performing <laughs> artist you, you know have whether to perform it's just something about it. oh there's it's in my dna it's like mm-hmm. whether i am you know and i'm gonna be very humble when i say this okay whether i am you know shooting an international campaign for a makeup company or whether I am doing a music video with like an up and coming artist and I'm like the star of it or whether I'm an extra that just so happens to be featured and then it builds and builds and builds into more and more and more no matter what it is including singing karaoke (laughs) really drunk on stage I there's the aspect of I'm performing and that's where I feel my most self. Mm-hmm. That's Julia your true self, will. right? That's I identify I, with that. Yeah, I feel that to my core. Like that's the same way. So, what's your go-to karaoke song? Well, yeah. <laughs> Juliet Be- Lamar. Because I express myself. One of my favorite questions. More through, like I can sing. I'm not as good as Laura at all, but I can sing. Um, but I'm a really fucking good dancer, and I will choose a song that I know all the choreography to. 
Oh, fuck yeah, Britney Spears. <laughs> I'm feeling song? a Britney what Spears song? vibe. Oh, well, I do know all of Britney Spears' choreography. Um, <laughs> um, teach me. So I'll either sing, I'll either sing a Britney song. Teach me he's... Slay for You. <sighs> yeah. yeah. I'm a slave <laughs> for you. Wow. Um, <laughs> obnoxious millennials. I do love Britney, um, but right now I'm doing Gaga because I just, oh. her songs are a lot easier because she does dance a lot. And so does Britney. She does. But I love I love Gaga right now. I always love Gaga. Art Pop is my favorite album of hers. So it's just a okay. really easy karaoke song, and you can dance a lot, and everyone knows the words. And they end up singing along what, with you. Which one are you talking about? Any of them. I sing like Poker oh. Face. I sing uh, Alejandro. Oh, I get really excited Alejandro. about Alejandro. 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 Um, but yeah, any song I know the choreography to, I usually I do it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You know she. Uh, just happened because she has a residency now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, you know, Bradley Cooper just took the stage with her, and everybody is posting about Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga's yeah, chemistry yeah. together on stage, and it's just incredible. Now, mind you, mind you, Lady Gaga is now dating somebody. Like, isn't she engaged? Serious, again? She's engaged. She's yeah, not, engaged. And he's and been this, dating someone forever. He's as well. been. He's has a. He's a. Fiance or engaged? Yeah. He well, he's a daddy. Yeah, yeah. he's a. Yeah, I was like, he's serious. So, like, here's the thing. Like, you know, she's in. She's in a serious relationship, and you know, every time she has something big happen in her life, you know, this was on her documentary. Like, hmm. every time she has something huge happen in her life, it's like there's some kind of negative hmm. notation that happens in her love life. So hmm. she she gets a platinum record. She loses the man of her dreams. Yeah. She does this. She gets. Hmm. She loses this. So, anyways. This is happening, but then you see her and Bradley Cooper. Now, listen, they're both, they have their own paths in the love life department, okay? Mm-hmm. But you see them on stage and you're like, this is just, this is what I want to see. Yeah. This right. is what, this is what is meant to be. This is love. This but is love. You're a performer, and I feel like there's people that I perform with or have performed with where you have that chemistry, which is another level of being. But I don't want to ever be in a relationship with that person. Not because mm. I don't like them, Ooh. but because you're on a same succinct level of eat. performing. No, it's not even Ooh, that. I learned my lesson the hard way at my <laughs> yoga studio. Oh, shit. Wow. That's a story. Yeah, you cannot. <laughs> Number two, where you sleep. It is. <laughs> it's one of those situations right. where it's like you go back and you see this person, and girl, you're fanning yourself off. <laughs> I like my heart races so fast. Like, especially there's only one person that I've ever dated that I just don't really want to see. Yeah, you're friends with most of your That's exes. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm friends with everyone. That's a good but testament there's, there's of your one person, you know, and it's like in my yoga, my yoga studio all the time, and mm. it's like so. Listen. I got drip, some big, drip. big is, news. Is that what's going it, on? No, there's a lot of drip drip. It's hot yoga. Yeah. But I'm saying drip drip. Uh, yeah, it's a different kind of We understand, Cam. We understand, Tom. I don't get it. He's talking about vagina <laughs> discharge. <laughs> Fucking Tom. Just Listen, saying. I am extremely healthy. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> All right. I have no issues. Um, But yeah, so if I'm... If he sp- was a redhead, you'd have a real problem, though. Let's just be honest. He it only met half of the criteria. It wouldn't be yoga. It wouldn't be yoga every other day. <laughs> Let's just leave it that way. You'd be cranky a lot more. <laughs> there right? was a time I went three times a day. Yeah. I hey, went look, through, he like, was a your phase. muse. He was your fucking muse. No, he was not a muse. Oh, he wasn't. No, oh. just because she liked yoga. But you were saying it's hard. Not all of us are on, you know, 
What is your go-to karaoke song? Yeah, go-to oh. karaoke song. Here we go. Bum, I bum, have several. Oh. No, I want to know your go-to. Only one. Everyone has se- everyone has several. I also rap Eminem songs, any of mm. them, anytime. But I don't go to that one because that's uh, aggressive. I don't, I don't have a go-to. You have to go sing several, and now you have none. Fine, I see how it is. You have to go. You have to go. You have to go sing karaoke. Movie or a favorite pizza place in town? You're about to sing karaoke right now. You're up next. What What time is your pizza place open till? (laughs) Ten. Damn it. Call me morbid. Call me pal. I've been six months on your trail. Another one. Marcy. Oh, that's another good one. That's a good one. Actually, it's a good one. Thank you. I like Marcy a lot. All right, Chella. Oh, I um, I rock the Selena Quintanilla, Colombo La Flor. Ooh. I forget she always speaks is Spanish to me. Spanish? I get excited. Nah, well, Chella, the word is, yeah, but it's just half of my life. Oh, I thought your mom, like, named you after, like, Coachella Valley or no, something. No, I was born first. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Never gonna live it down? I know. Uh, I actually, my mom, uh, when I turned 18, 21, I don't remember, she got Chella on my license plate, and so it says Chella, which is... It's Michelada, which is a Mexican beer. So I so got good. pulled over one time and he was like, you know that your license plate says beer? And I was like, you have my ID in your hand. You know it's my name. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Can you imagine the discrimination that comes with your name? <sighs> Can you? Oh, fuck yeah. I'm use it even more now. <laughs> well, you had mentioned something about uh, a persona or having a different name or a non-diplom or a stage mm, non-diplom. name. Non-diplom. Can we elaborate? Mm. Can we? Can you tell our audience about that? You know, it's really funny. Uh, I was at LA Fashion Week mm. with Julia oh yes, Lamar. we had a great time. We did. Yeah, I uh, got the opportunity to bring my small posse with me to VIP, and it all started with a Laura Star, and you know that's that, that's that happens frequently. It happens a lot. Oh. Uh, I go in public. And people know who I am because of my handle. I'm, I'm very active in the community. And, you know, I'm, I'm not just a community manager developer for no reason. Like, you know, I'm very within my own community and people know mm-hmm. who I am around town. Uh, so whenever I go places and people are like, Laura, stop. And I'm, I turn around and I'm like, ah, oh. I'm like, I know who you are. I know my community. I know my fans. I know, I know people who live here that follow me that like we might not necessarily be like in real life friends but mm-hmm. you know on instagram or on facebook if they follow my laura live page like you know it's seamless like people know who i am because they want to know who i am and we can collaborate in the future and it's a community and we thrive and we build anyway we're at la fashion week and i hear from across the entire courtyard mm-hmm. laura star and it happened to be one of my friends jack jack oh he's such a sweetheart LL Cool Jag mm-hmm. is his handle on Insta. And he he's a stylist and he's very talented in everything he does. And he's a gorgeous human being. And we have a, a bunch of mutual friends. Yeah. Um, we didn't we've never met in real life prior to this moment at LA Fashion Week. Wow. Um, I would have never known because when I met him was the first time I had met him, but I thought they had known each other. Like the way that he approached you and everything, I was like, oh. Oh, hello. <laughs> See, I have the opposite. I, I don't know if I would approach someone from Instagram, so I was just wondering, like... But because she's built the relationship. They, right. Yeah. And obviously, right. you did it, you, you're doing an effective job. If you liked how I uh, interpreted your Insta-speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Insta, it, was, it was great. Like, Spot on. Is that and the message that you're sending out? Here's the deal, right? Like when Does I, that get diluted? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. 
because you're a performer, right? And it's like when you're in your vessel and you're a conduit of expression from, let's just call it a higher power or source or whatever it is you're channeling, that gifted voice, your artistry, artistry. Yeah. even if you're so rehearsed in gymnastics, you're still getting a divine flow when you're in a zen state. What I, I can't describe it, right? I have, well, I have that with pizza, okay? It's so cool. I'm bear with me. You're I'm confident, in the trenches, you know? You're confident in your product. I'm confident. Moment. It's that Satori thing yeah. where it's like kundalini snap. That was a perfect pie. All is right in the universe, and it's my fucking universe. <laughs> yeah. As long as this goes on. Yeah. And I wanna, That's how I feel when I, I work out. I want to sustain that yeah. for yeah. as long right? as possible. I work out. I feel good. I'm able to, like do my job i'm able to pursue life i'm able to yeah. be who i am my personality is unapologetically me and it goes in and it sounds so superficial but it's not it goes into every single caption i do it's not some pre-made you know baloney phony you know google searched caption it's something that's going on in my life that i'm sharing with someone for instance when i went to joshua tree okay I was on my period. Mm. I know. Mm. And uh, in an eclectic house. <laughs> no, this right. was the second time around. I oh. was around the Google Squad, and uh, I I brought a friend, and I I like in the car, kind of like lost myself for a moment. Mm. I'm like, I just you know, Laura. You didn't have to drive. <laughs> I didn't have to drive. Laura in nature, and like I'm in my overalls, and I have my dog, and then like the people we were with, like just couldn't you know decide what they wanted to do and there's a lot of logistics and i found myself like kind of going crazy like wow and so my friend said something i got defensive Mm -hmm. and i noticed i got defensive you don't within like five seconds Mm -hmm. and i looked at her and i was like that's not my character i'm so sorry i'm like and you know i'm not gonna be like oh i'm on my period (laughs) i'm gonna be like i'm sorry i'm not usually defensive like that like Please forgive me. Mm-hmm. You know, every no one's perfect. Oh. Well, I don't think that with Laura, it's something that she like turns on the star power and and I don't. When I perform, I don't feel like oh, I now a different person. It just is your own true self. Yeah, just maybe a little bit more on well, your own, in, amped, but also just in your element. Yeah, yeah. when we're walking yeah, around, yeah, yeah. not on stage, not performing, Bingo. we don't have an audience. I'm not in my element. I'm walking around, not in my element. As yeah. soon as I get on stage. I am now 100% fully Juliet. Mm. Hmm. Because that's what you, you were, the same way. it's what you were born to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was born to perform mm-hmm. and to entertain people. That's, uh, that's my purpose in life. And I know that that is exactly why I'm on this planet. Now, that's awesome. that also, it ties in. It's hard though. It's hard because. <laughs> most of the time you're not in your element. <laughs> you're, yeah, most of the time right. you're not in your element. But uh, by being uncomfortable, makes you kind of work even harder makes you more creative yeah because you yearn to get back into your element everyone wants to be in their home if your home is stage your home is with an audience you constantly are yearning for it so you have to find a way to get to it and that's where i think creativity at least for me pushes me to be like get the fuck to work but instagram is a stage it is it's its just one other stage okay listen listen to me but it's not live performance instagram is a place where I'm able to connect with people from all over the world. Mm -hmm. And it is a place for me to share what's going on in my life. But it is not my stage. Yeah, it's not a stage. That is not a stage. That is a platform for social networking. And I love it. I'm able to maintain friendships all over the world. Or meet Jack. 
and seamlessly <laughs> right. have a lifetime of right and redheaded and, babies. And because no, well, you know, me and Jax, it was like ah, like you know, right. we all went VIP. We and I was able to extend that to everyone I was with. Right. Yeah, I got to go. And, it was amazing. And Juliet was with me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we were able to be, you know, front and center for, you know, some of the fashion shows. We were, because there's multiple fashion shows mm-hmm. within one mm-hmm. night. And um, we were able to go to the VIP area and drink wine like irresponsible adults. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> so, how, so if it, so, that and, were, and it's very and powerful. And went to the after party, too. We got into the after party. It's very. The after party was the best part. And you want to know why? Duh. <laughs> Tell me why. We were able to mingle and jingle not only with the models, not only the photographers, but the makeup artists, everybody. The makeup artists, the, the, you know, the, you know, Red Ken, mm-hmm. who well, I. You already modeled for. Yeah, you knew that. I modeled for Red Ken all the time. Red Ken was there and they led their entire beauty team. And it's actually an amazing artist. Her name's Kirsten Longstreet. And she has been with Red Ken for a while now. And mm-hmm. she created a production company here in LA called Hot Roller Girl Productions. So anyways, she took over the entire beauty aspect of LA Fashion Week and, you know, led that entire initiative. Mm. Meanwhile, while, you know, we're going back there and saying hi to everyone because I'm Laura Levison and I can do whatever I want, I happened to meet the lead photographer for LA Fashion Week, Angel Mm. Rivera. He has, his website is insane. Um, You know, when I turned... 27 years old this year january 10th thank you thank you thank you 1992 i'm a 90s baby oh hey same here yeah oh my god i'm gonna be 27 this year (laughs) girl it's great so far so um i you know on my birthday i before my birthday a few days i reached out to angel who i met backstage at la fashion week he wanted to take my photo 35 millimeter film and my gorgeous 80s pink jumpsuit like he took that photo it's on my feet it's beautiful it's a stellar photo Mm -hmm. and you know when I turned 27 I was like hey I'm gonna do a birthday shoot and I got together with a few of my creative collaborators and they all wanted to do this so for my birthday I did an entire full-blown 80s themed shoot and because I'm bringing the 80s back one it's eclectic it's fun everything's bigger right but now You know, in 2019, we have this notion where it's, you know, we are implementing sustainability. We are implementing, you know, community. We are just now bringing awareness to people's, like, interplay. Um, Mm -hmm. So for me, it's really important, you know, to reintroduce the 80s to whatever generations are coming next. Because the people, the girls that follow me, my main demographic are young teens and I I I want to be able to be like it's okay to step outside the box because I have friends where all the time you have to play it cool mm-hmm. and you have to be cool you had to you have to wear like all black or you have to like <laughs> wear this hat this way or you can't speak up and speak your mind like no that's not who I am that's not how I'm gonna live my life like I'm Laura Hunty Levison and I will do whatever I want to do so if I want to scream across the room hey ginger I will because that's what I want to do I don't want to be cool because that's what your standards are I want to do me mm. And uh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've recognized that like 
I may or may not be cool anymore. Like everyone wants to be cool, what right? Is like cool? in their own way, just like respected by people and like thought of as like someone to look up to, I guess maybe. Okay. Um, I'm, I do a lot of activist shit. And when I was in Arizona stumping for one of the candidates, her friend's son came out and he's like 17 or 18 and we went to Arizona State campus and he's like, I don't know if I can do this. This is kind of embarrassing. Meanwhile, I'm like, hey, I know you guys care about politics because you're young and stuff. You want a Democrat? You want a Democrat? Yeah, you need to follow Deidre. And he was like, <laughs> I don't know how to talk to people. And then I'm like, wait, I thought I was cool, <laughs> but he doesn't like, am I not cool? But then again, I really don't give a fuck is what I realized in that whole thing. So I love that whole, if I want to fucking scream about Deidre across the fucking menu at ASU, I'm going to fucking do it because that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I am not going to sit down, sit still and look pretty. And with it comes backlash. With totally. It, with it, with doing what you want to do and how you want to do it because you genuinely don't care about other people's perception of you because you're just very comfortable being you. You also have no control of their perception. You don't. And I've learned from, I mean, you know, I'm a healthy human being. Um, You know, I go to therapy. I talk to people. Mm, (laughs) Yeah, therapy. Mental health is so, (laughs) yeah. That's so loud. Slow (laughs) clap for the mental health. Um. There's no shame in it. And, you know, for me, I have so much learning and growing and self-evolvement and just being aware. To uh, I just, I have all these things that I need to make sure I'm, like, doing. Yeah. You yeah. know, five seconds after I, like, got defensive with this girl in Joshua Tree, I immediately apologized because I knew I mm-hmm. was aware. I knew mm-hmm. because my mental faculties are in line. I know right. what's going on. So when it comes to like being cool or, you know, having friends that are judgmental, it's like at the end of the day, if they are your friend and they're as loyal as you are and if they understand your well-being, they are going to support you. And if they do not, then you don't want them. Yep. Bye. We need to convince Juliet to go to therapy. I do go to therapy. I just had a bad, I went to like 30 sessions of therapy. No, you don't currently though, right? Yeah, because I didn't like jive with her. I just haven't found a different person. Yeah. Um, I'm all for therapy. I just need to find the right person. Um, I told you, you could call me any time. I know. I have so many (laughs) suggestions. I need to do it. Um, But I think it's all about, you guys are all touching on just living your truth, but um, just the, the power within that but I was thinking when you said oh I immediately apologized because I knew I was getting defensive and I was self-aware I think that's a real sign of intelligence when people don't understand their effect on others I don't believe they have true intelligence because you are not feeling empathetic but you're also not being responsible for your own actions so emotional intelligence it's emotional right. intelligence and mindfulness mindfulness Mindful. exactly mm-hmm. if you're an intelligent person you should be able to understand how everything is affecting you, how you're affecting the situation, and how people are interpreting the situation. It's a lot to think about. It is. It is. You know what's very important, though, to, so important. to recognize, too, yeah. in, in, in our guest, is that very clearly able to make a distinction of this is a platform. Mm-hmm. This is another instrument. Mm-hmm. This is a prop. It's a prop. Meaning, meaning social media. Well, instrument. I like that word better. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is another tool on my play. It's not playing me. And a lot of younger mm-hmm. people including you guys compared to me growing up without phones and no one, no nanny state, no <laughs> virtual, no cameras, no nothing, right? Dangerous in some ways, but so wild in others that you guys can't even imagine, right? A whole day with no phones, 
not worrying about anyone videoing Kill your me shit now. unless it's some <laughs> total pedophile in the van with a 38 millimeter camera. I mean, damn, that's, no, we got real specific there. Dedication. I'm just no. saying, massive acid trips, skinny dipping in ponds, and not worrying about some asshole Instagramming it. And if a celebrity came up, whatever. Like it was a different fucking. World. So there's this art that I have been implementing in my life, and I call it an art because everybody has their own method of unplugging, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone does. Uh, You know, when I feel the slightest wave of, oh, it's time to relax, it's time to go to bed, it's time to wind down, I put my phone in do not disturb, which is the moon sign. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I also put my phone in airplane mode, Mm -hmm. which is the airplane sign. Um, And I plug it in. I obviously like, you know, power it. It's it's on, but it's like, you know, screen's it's on. It's asleep. It's snooze. It's, it's gone. Yeah. So that's done. So like those signals, when I'm sleeping, those signals aren't touching me. They're not touching my brain. What I recently learned is, is that you have Wi-Fi in your home. You have mm-hmm. Wi-Fi and the signals from your Wi-Fi mm-hmm. do affect your sleep. So, mm. you know, I'm learning these things from like sound engineers. I'm learning yeah. these things from, you know, doctors that study uh radiology and um you know there's so many different articles about it you know having a you know a doctor in my family dr bradford levison you know a male version he is awesome i've never met him but i do get a lovely vibe from him. his personality is like larry david meets ellen degeneres (laughs) Mm. um i love your analogy (laughs) and then like and my personality is like bet midler meets fran drescher Huh. That's my personality. I can see that. So she's got to tell us what all of our personalities are next. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so here for that. I charge. Uh, <laughs> but it, but I just wanted to like really drive in the point for our audience and and also to your audience. It's like it's not easy to be able to stake a creator within a platform where their whole thing is about engagement and and algorithms and AI and uh, intelligent learning and engagement at any cost, consumption, consumption, losing. Days where you're EMF and you're fried, right? You're not sleeping. Your circadian rhythm's out of sync. You need blue glasses because you stare at screens all day. Mm-hmm. We're in a dis- distracted, deflected, non-accountable world. And you're saying, no, I have to 100% do an Instagram thing today sharing my menstrual, reactionary, uh, owning my shit for being defensive, triggered, slamming a human being. And then because I'm training that integrity muscle, because I'm training this upcoming audience this code Mm -hmm. this code of hey i'm not going to be played by the system whatever the system is see i look at the system i see its insidiousness i (laughs) see it because i grew up without it but you guys grew up with it and you're going whoa 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 particularly there's a distinction this is a distinct event i'm not stepping into this character Right. This is inside into my real life. You're going to recognize me. I'm going to identify you. We are going to be tribe through this medium. Right. You're going to be able to define me and however you are comfortable in defining me. And I'm going to be on board with that version of it because you know what? It was a tuning fork. Yep. It was my, my tuning fork. And I pinged a true note. And whoever it vibes with, it vibes with. And most people have to understand that you have to find yourself first. And everyone has their own tuning Boom. fork. Boom. And you're sending that message. And a lot of people aren't. A lot of people are going, I'm defined by external things. I need, I need to get, get things, give things, put things into place, and always have some material object that, that defines me and that I love and that I get love and validation from. Right. No, 
it's a tool. I want to use it so I can have love with other people right. and have connection. Yep, absolutely. And that's a very rare mm. thing. And that's why I'm glad that you are a guest. <laughs> you know? I'm going to read you. I told you to love her. Oh, well, she's not wrong. <laughs> um, not so ever. I'm going to read the post. So I, sure. um, you know, with my friend, you know, yeah. someone that I care deeply about. I met her in yoga. She's honestly a gorgeous soul inside and out. I mean, just a mm-hmm. great person. Um, I posted a photo of me and I have this phone, my own phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> ah. and you know, I'm in full, like, you know, my hair is getting done. It's like a mid action shot. Mm-hmm. Um, we could post, we could post the photo in the comments, Absolutely. right? Yep. Um, so the caption of this photo was sometimes in life, you got to hold the phone, hold the phone mm-hmm. is in all caps and check yourself before you wreck yourself. It's true. We're human and your heart will go on. Mm-hmm. Hashtag awareness, hashtag daily dose of Laura. Um, you know, right. at the end of the day, I am not perfect. And I own up to my imperfections because I, that's that's what makes you you. It's beautiful. Imperfections are right. beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, insecure people tend to disagree with you is the only problem. Mm, We've all been insecure. Fosters, people right. not wanting to own up to their mistakes. I love people that can be like, nah, I fucked up like four times yesterday. It was whatever. You know, that's yeah. one of my pet peeves I've realized as I get older is I dislike people not taking responsibility because I oh, take so much responsibility. Like, even if it's not my fucking fault, I'm still like, I, I, must, I, <laughs> I must have done something that, that attributed to this, yeah. this cause. Juliette Lamar, do you say I'm sorry too much? Yes. Me? We I never do, say right? I'm sorry. I say I'm sorry all the time. I, I'm <laughs> against it. I'm against it. When, yeah. in, okay, for instance, in yoga class, hot yoga class, where we have like this much space yeah. in between mats, and someone bumps into me or I bump into someone, I don't say I'm sorry. I don't expect an I'm sorry. This is yoga. We're meant to sit here. We're meant to bump in each other. We're meant to sweat on each other. We're meant to share this breath as a collective, the mm. pranayama, the energy of the mm-hmm. room. Like these are things that happen in life. You don't need to apologize. Mm. You know, but then when you have like the crazy yoga lady that comes into class who like is breathing and screaming and like doing a bunch of crazy things, it's like, you know, people have probably said this about me. Like, you know, I like I like my audible exhales, but like, for instance, today there was a crazy lady in yoga. She was like really like into it. Oh, <laughs> like more than into it. Like, blah, and like, oh, and like every single thing she did like we went from you know you go from uh inhale up and exhale down and plant your hands and jump back like she would jump back and like make all these kinds of like crazy noises and it's like Mm. listen like i'm a huge advocate for like expressing yourself doing what you need to do like you go to new york and you do yoga you get like 50 of those ladies Mm -hmm. in the room here in like santa monica you get like one of these crazy people and everyone looks at this person like they're nuts (laughs) in your class tonight my second yoga class that i went to today i know you and your yoga yeah, you know, I felt a little extra crazy today. Um, I noticed this, like, crazy lady, and I was like, you know what? Like, I could sit here and judge her. I thought about this, like, all in yoga. I was like, I could sit here and judge her. But at the end of the day, she's breathing so well. Mm. And I, you know, with yoga, like, the entire point of the practice is to breathe through every motion. Mm-hmm. And tra- within your transitions, you apply breath. So this woman is, like, literally killing the game. As crazy as she is, as many noises as she's making, she's very disruptive and distracting and like you know she should really practice in like the back corner but Mm. at the end of the day she's in the front center she's living her life she's doing her thing i was like i could sit here and i could judge her or i could sit here and i could breathe deeper within every posture i'm motivated 
Yeah. So I chose the latter. Mm. Obviously, I'm Laura Hunty Levison. I will always <laughs> choose the better decision. And I did, and the class was good. Did I stay for Shavasana for the second uh, class? The answer is no. I didn't want to come here and be, like, sleepy. So <laughs> right before Shavasana, I just, like, you know, clean my mat up real quick and rolled it up and uh, got out. I don't think I say I'm sorry too much. I more just have a, a, a annoyance with people who don't think they've done anything wrong. Like, I like embracing who you are and being like, this is me, that's fine. But when someone cuts you off and they're like, it's not my fault that your car had to stop or, you know, something like that or people being... People who don't apologize ever. An asshole. Yeah, when it truly <laughs> it's is different, their fault. It's different than living, yeah. living your truth and being an asshole are two very different things. But women have Some a tendency people conflate to do that. the thing where it's like, oh no, my water bottle touched yours. I'm sorry. It's like, girl... You didn't mean to do it. You're good. Women just have a tendency to like overcompensate for taking up any space at all. And Laura's saying, don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. No. Yeah, not about Why? it. Why? What do you what do you owe this person? What does this person exactly. add to your life? Mm. Does this person write you a check? Does this person pay your water bill? Does this person enable you to go out with your friends and go and get sushi? You know, these yeah. are make you feel happy when you're spending time with them, mm-hmm. right? I've had so many friends where it's like there are extraordinary women in my eyes and we hang out, we spend time together, things are great. As time goes by, they take for granted the friendship. Yeah, You know, they do things, they don't invite me where I am like the most, I'm all about community. I am, yeah. I invite everyone to do everything all the time. I love bringing people together. That's something that I get from my mother. And I I apply it to my life, my career, everything. I love bringing people together. When I have friends that don't reciprocate, especially like if someone goes, they all go out without me or they do mm. something, I'm like, you know, I'm going to take like 10 steps back, look at this big picture, and focus on myself. Because at the end of the day, you can't invest in people who don't invest in you and whether that's an invitation to go out to dinner, whether that is a networking event that is happening that you want someone to come with you and they don't, or they do come with you and they don't Mm. like, you know, they're like a dead weight. Like it doesn't even matter. Like whatever the case may be, if someone does not add value to your life, Mm. you need to just take a moment and say, it's okay. We're human. And focus on yourself right. a little bit more because when you do that, you're able to give your own higher power and your own, like, you know, self conscious, like this elevated notion in life. And then you attract people who are doing the same thing, mm-hmm. which is exactly yeah. how I met Juliet. That's how we met. And then that's how, like, we've kind of snowballed our friendship as well because we just jive on the same energy. And Oh, absolutely. And I would, I want to have Laura there when I do things. And if she can make it, she makes it and vice versa. And it's, and it's awesome. And I think that we're very, our friendship is very true. Like, I don't judge you or expect anything from you that's different than just who you are. Yeah. You know? And I think that's hard to do with people. Yeah, but... So, Laura, if someone wanted to vibe with you and yeah. become your best friend and follow you and learn about all the amazing things you're doing, how do we follow you? What are you working on? How do we find you? How do we friend <laughs> yeah. you? Uh, you can follow me, Laura Star. My name is Laura, L-O-R-A, and I'm a star, so S-T-A-H-H. Uh, my name is Laura Levison, obviously. 
And, uh, you know, I'm actually very excited to announce this. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't gone public with this. I've only talked to a few of my best friends. So this is this is very insider information here at Mod Rats podcast. Thank you. Here for it. I wrote a gorgeous EP, a gorgeous album. Um, and it's ready to be recorded. I'm and so excited. This is the year that I'm going to record my music. And my music is Broadway Ooh. meets rock and roll. Mm. And I belt it out. I get, I have a lot of like love songs, a lot of crush, a lot of, you know, flirty fun. And then I have some like dark, the dark side of me that really reveals uh, some big things in my life, especially like my family breaking apart mm-hmm. and not being a whole anymore and um, being able to get lost in a number, another person and then find myself all over again. And I think that, you know, there's so many people that have it worse than I do. And that is a given, mm. right? When something bad happens to you, you're like, ah, oh, this is happening to me. I am like so alone. And, you know, that's the initial feeling. You're like, there's no one can relate to what I'm doing. Like, this is happening to me and I'm going to wallow in my own pity. And, you know, you take like just a few moments, a few days, a few weeks to like really soak this up. Some therapy, if you must. If I do. Here I for do. it. I do. Um, you know, you realize you're you're not alone. You're not alone. People ha- have it worse. And uh, you could share your story Mm. with the world and you don't need to be ashamed of sharing your story. You just just don't. We're in a day and age where if I tell you something scandalous happened within my family and um, it completely like ruined my life for a moment, like I'm going to share that with you because you're not alone. I know I'm not alone. It's a collective. It's a community. It's... Mm. It's human nature. But see, that, that again, is te- you know, a testament of just building in that muscle of trust, mm-hmm. of being able to go global with certain things. Once you've had that experience, you've occupied that space enough, and now you're ready to share it and from a healing side and not just trauma bonding and just blame game and all this other stuff. It's like, right. you know what? I'm going to own this now by not letting it own me anymore. Mm-hmm. She's taking responsibility and living in that light of you truth of, that she is projected onto herself you know what really got me going is when i went on national television and told <laughs> steve harvey i wanted to <laughs> full circle she said and it would be full circle i was like is this going to be a cage or is this going to be a circle of trust oh. Oh. i don't think you can cage this little redhead but i was thinking <laughs> the exact same thing i was hoping i was hoping for that you know? well laura it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show thank you yeah. thank you so much I our really first guest this. So wow. you're going to have to come back and yeah, we're going to have should. to do check-ins. Next time I'm bringing Riley Winston. Guest. I bring Lucy a lot. So we'll have to bring our pups next time. You told me Lucy's a bitch. She is. <laughs> Lulu she is. Lemon Star shall not be Lucy lives her truth and defined. her truth is very uh, bitch. bitch <laughs> is she snack driven? No, she's just like her. I don't even know if she's driven, but she she loves a lot of people. But anyway, we'll bring our doggies on the podcast, and Laura will definitely be driving us yeah. again at some point. Maybe yeah. I'll bring my guitar next time and play a song for my EP. That I would love awesome. that. If you feel like it, that'd be really wonderful. I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you all for joining. Thank um, you guys. Thank you. Please sure like and subscribe like, yeah. or else. And um, 
Yeah, I always say that. Like, no, I'm give do us something. some feedback. You I know, will. if there's anything you want us to talk about or follow up with Laura, you know, now yeah. now that you know how Leave to find it her, in the comments. hit her up, find wow. out about her mystery Laura's, man. Laura's part of the family now. Ooh. So and check out, you know, how uh, now she's got to be tasked with finding the right people to create this LP, mm-hmm. right? EP, 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 LP. That's where the LA Fashion Week after party was. It was at LP. So it really does tie in. Yeah. Super exciting stuff, and definitely like and follow and you know blow her up. And if you know any other red gingers, this red ginger (laughs) prince has yet to make a declaration of ownership. He didn't uh, protect his patch. No man. And I'm just saying, bingo. But you know what? Bonobo effect. If we put it out there, maybe he'll level up his Bonobo shit. Bonobo effect. Oh, my God. It's a whole nother pod. You always have You're... the longest outros. <laughs> Wait, I hey, do have I'm a quick question. Saying. Quick question. You said I'm a part of the family. Does that mean that we're like all rodents? Or because I'm not a rodent. Oh, Modrat's the name? Yeah, we're all still confused about it. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, yeah. then staying, I, I'm staying, joining your party. Staying with Star. Stardom backwards is mod rats. That is true. So let's just stay with the star. Stardom. Stardom. Yeah. Your there face you when you see stardom. Oh, my goodness. My hunties, this is a true <laughs> testament to an exquisite outro. Mod rats backwards is indeed stardom. And what is my handle? Laura. Star. Star. Because I am a Duh. And I am on <laughs> backwards. Stardom. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Mod rats. Out. Out. Out.